This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, June 1st, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. State governments are beginning to discover that their generous promises to state workers over recent decades may put them into the red sooner rather than later. But it's not clear that those same governments, even as fiscal crises loom, are terribly interested in getting good information. Andrew Biggs is a resident scholar at the American Enterprise Institute and former social security analyst at the Cato Institute. We spoke last week. What's been going on in Greece uh, It recently, I think, has a lot of uh, instruction to offer states in dealing with what at first blush seems to be a fairly intractable problem, that is the the decades that politicians have been able to separate the political benefits of uh, promising uh, over generous pensions and the actual fiscal costs that are just now beginning to uh, to really come due. How do you think about that problem? The states are lucky in one sense that they can look abroad at countries like Greece and, and you know, see what the future holds for them. Uh, a, a principal problem facing the states isn't their ordinary budget deficits and debt. Those are not extremely high. States, though, offer very generous uh, benefits to uh, public sector workers, people who work for state and local governments, and these benefits have not been adequately funded. Uh, Principally, we're thinking here of defined benefit pension benefits um, and health benefits for retirees. The states have not gone nearly far enough in funding these uh, programs. So they're looking at uh, true debts that are far higher than, uh, than what they currently report. Uh, just for instance, the public pension plans nationwide report funding shortfalls around a half a trillion dollars, which is a pretty big deal by itself since explicit state debt is only around one trillion dollars. So that implies that the, the true debt is around 50% higher than the states admit to. But most economists, or well, I would say all economists, agree that these uh, that the accounting that the public pensions use is faulty. It vastly understates the, the true funding shortfalls because it erroneously assumes that pensions can invest and earn high returns without taking any risk. If you adjust the uh, pensions liabilities to account for this investment risk they're taking, they're not facing $500 billion in shortfalls. They're facing around $3 trillion. So that essentially means that the true debt uh, held by states is four times higher than people currently believe it is. They're going to have a very hard time financing this. Observing how legislatures work and knowing that a lawmaker would rather have perhaps a new arena built that somebody's name can go on than deal with a problem that perhaps is not really going to be a big problem in a decade. It seems like the information itself that these uh, retirement systems are actually providing to lawmakers uh, is suspect on purpose. This is a classic problem where the umpire in the game is also a player in the game. The accounting rules adopted for uh, public pensions are, are set by the states themselves. The states themselves in law will often say, we will assume we will get this percentage uh, investment return each year. So it, it is not experts who are deciding these things. It's often the states themselves. And these accounting rules, I think, do deliberately understate 
the, the, the funding shortfalls facing these plans, that means that the, the contributions for plans can be smaller. That frees up other money uh, in the budgets. It can be used for other things. It means that the plans uh, don't require tax increases because those are unpopular. So, it, and, and the plans themselves and the, and the state governments resist any changes that would give a better picture of the, of the true fiscal state of these plans. I mean, if, if uh, public sector plans had to measure their shortfalls the same way that private sector plans are required by the federal government to do it, it would be an enormous increase in the funding responsibilities for these plans. But the states and the plans themselves actively resist reforms to these uh, accounting rules. Even if the the market value of these liabilities were presented simply as a supplement to the existing uh, measures, they'll resist it. So I, I think they know what's going on. They know what's at stake. But uh, there are very few stakeholders who want to see the true picture. The, the policymakers don't want to see the true picture regarding pension funding because it means they have to come up with more money today. The, the, the public employee unions don't want to see it because it would um, create some impetus for reduced benefits or higher retirement ages in the future. And to be honest, many taxpayers don't want to see it. They would rather pass the problem on to the future. The difficulty is that future taxpayers are not well represented here, and the idea of reforming these accounting rules is to take their interests in greater mind. One difference between uh, the states and between countries like Greece is the states offer overly generous pension benefits to public sector employees. Greece offered overly generous pension benefits to everyone. So, uh, so Greece came to a crisis sooner, but the, the underlying dynamics are the same. You're offering people pension benefits far in excess of what you can afford to do. Eventually, the debt piles up, and eventually, credit markets will refuse to lend you more. That's already happened with Greece. Sooner or later, it will happen with the states unless they get on top of this problem. Some rating agencies have told states explicitly, unless you get these uh, pension obligations that you have under control, uh, we will begin downgrading debt issued by your government. Outside of that, I, I, don't, I don't really see what can discipline lawmakers, even when the crisis is about to really uh, come to a head, what else can really discipline lawmakers to fix the problem? The real question isn't that debt agencies are threatened to downgrade uh, bond issuances if the states uh, don't get on top of their pension liabilities. The, the, the real surprise is that they haven't done it already. I think uh, the bond rating agencies often haven't paid close enough attention to what these pension funding figures actually mean. And they may not have realized that they're measured in very different ways from what you see in, in the private sector. Ultimately, though, the discipline can't come from bond rating agencies or, or, or accounting uh, measures. The discipline will come from the market. The, the states all have what you call a solvency problem, where the, the, the present value of the liabilities they owe far exceeds the present value of the assets they have to pay for them. But in addition to that, they're coming up to what you call a liquidity problem, which means on a day-to-day, year-to-year basis, they don't have the money on hand to pay the bills that are coming due. That's when the rubber hits the road. Uh, solvency issues can be overlooked through funny accounting, but at some point when you have to produce the money and you don't have the money, that's when the market discipline really kicks in. What advice would you offer to lawmakers who are serious about grappling with this problem and 
maybe just want to get something started, that is to open the door just a little bit to further reform? One of the things I found working on Social Security, on private pensions, and on public sector pensions is that the, the policies you're willing and able to take are often dependent on the way you're measuring the problems you're facing. And so I think the, the, the most important thing in the short term is to get the accounting right. Get the numbers right so we know how big a problem we're facing. Until we know that, we don't know how big the changes we need to make are. So I think from the point of view of a, of a state lawmaker who is looking to get on top of this problem, the first thing they can do is get the correct numbers out to the public require that the the public sector pension plans in their state reveal not just their current um, accounting measures of the plan's uh, uh, unfunded liabilities, but real reveal what's called the market valuation of the unfunded liabilities for the plan. This is a number that will generally be four to six times higher than, than the reported values, but it tells you what the plan's unfunded liabilities would be if they were scored using the requirements that are applied to private sector pensions and using the requirements that economists universally agree are the appropriate way to do it. Effectively a put option on the liability. Exactly. What's What you have with public sector plans is the benefits offered to government employees are generally guaranteed. They're guaranteed either in law or by state constitutions. So those benefits are 100% certain. They won't get defaulted on even if the, even if the state's on the verge of bankruptcy. But they're funding these guaranteed benefits using a risky portfolio of assets. Their assets, uh, which used to consist mostly of bonds and annuities, today consist principally of stocks, foreign investments, hedge funds, private equity, some very, very uh, risky investments. And the question is, if these investments fall short, who picks up the tab? Legally, the, the party that picks up the tab is the taxpayer. Even if the investments should fall short, the taxpayer is obliged to make good. So the taxpayer is operating um, similar to a financial product called a put option. A put option guarantees that even if a stock falls in value, you can sell it for some certain minimum amount. Similarly, even if a pension fund's investments fall in value, uh, the, the pensioners themselves will receive full benefits. The value of this guarantee against market risk, which falls on the taxpayer, is revealed nowhere in these pension funds reports, but it is a massive amount of money. Andrew Biggs is a resident scholar at the American Enterprise Institute and former Social Security analyst at the Cato Institute. We spoke following a forum for the Jagadish Gokhale book, Social Security, A Fresh Look at Policy Alternatives. You can get your copy at Cato.org.